Welcome to the Safe Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maria Lee, General Practitioner and Medical Advisor in the health regulation sector. I analyze medical mishaps and clinical incidents for a living. And along the way, I've learned a lot about the principles of safe practice and the nuts and bolts of clinical risk mitigation, which I'm hoping to share with you in this podcast. I hope you stay tuned. And if you learn something, please pay it forward and share your knowledge with other clinicians. That way, hopefully, pod by pod, we can build a safer healthcare system together. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode six of the Safe Practice Podcast. Now, earlier this week, it was RUOK Day, which is a day where we're encouraged to check in on friends and acquaintances and family members to ensure that they're doing okay mental health wise. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to make an episode of the podcast on a really important topic. And that topic is when healthcare professionals need mental health support or treatment, where does that intersect with mandatory reporting criteria in Australia? Firstly, let's acknowledge something up front. And that something is that mental illness is common in those of us who work in healthcare. Why is that? Well, firstly, the nature of the work that we do. We see a lot of suffering and tragedy, and as a result, we experience a lot of vicarious trauma. Then, of course, there's the gruelling working hours. And then, of course, there's the rigours and the stressfulness of our training programs. All of this in combination is highly conducive to burnout, stress, and mental illness. And then, of course, there's the reason that mental illness is common in humans, and Healthcare professionals are, at the end of the day, human. Despite the prevalence of mental illness in healthcare professionals, many healthcare workers are reluctant to seek mental health treatment for fear of having a report made against them to the regulator. Well, as someone who works in healthcare regulation, I'm here to spread the message that in the vast majority of cases, this is an unfounded fear. Why? because there are very defined criteria for mandatory reporting in Australia, and it's got to be one of four things. Firstly, sexual misconduct. Secondly, intoxication while practicing. Thirdly, significant departure from an acceptable professional standard. Or lastly, impairment. Now, the criteria that's most likely to be triggered in the case of mental illness is impairment. But to reach that threshold, the mental illness has to be severe enough to be detrimentally affecting someone's ability to practice the profession. In other words, there needs to be a concern about patient safety in that equation. Luckily, the vast majority of health professionals with mental illness are not dangerous to their patients and do not reach the threshold for impairment. In fact, the vast majority of healthcare professionals who have mental illness turn up stoically to work, practice diligently and do the right thing by their patients. And then they go home and if they're going to break down, they break down there. Work is often the one thing that we healthcare professionals do well, even when everything else is hitting the fan. Now, when I posted similar sentiments Earlier this week on my social media, a friend who's a surgeon piped up and said, and I quote, with the stressors, rigors, and personality type attracted to medicine, I think we should start questioning the people who don't seek help. At the end of the day, it comes down to this. Mental health struggles are an almost universal part of being human. 
Needing support and treatment for mental health is not a sign of weakness or failure. In fact, prompt support and treatment can literally be life-saving. So if you are a healthcare professional and you're putting off seeking treatment or support for your mental health out of fear that it might affect your registration or your livelihood, I'm here to say that that fear is, in the vast majority of cases, completely unfounded. So if you want to reach out and seek help, do it. If for whatever reason you can't reach your mental health professional or your GP and you're in crisis, I'm going to leave a bunch of mental health resources linked in the show notes. Now, this is the bit where I ask you for a favor. If you found the information in this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with your colleagues. I usually say at this point something along the lines of the more people who know about these tips and tricks of safe practice, the better it is for all of us. However, in this case, I'm not going to say that. What I am going to say is the more people who understand this distinction, the more people we stand to save from unnecessary distress and potentially we may even save a life. So that's all from me today. I'm Dr. Maria Lee and until next time, stay safe.